You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, cool. Drinkers, we are back, and it is the end of March, March 28th. Our goodness at 8 p.m. at night, and we have a lot to talk about here with the Detroit Lions. Not only um, the NFL draft and covering the defensive line, like we will later, but also some other big news. We're going to hit all that, but before we do, I introduce the Blue Kool Aid crew. So I'm Big Z. Let's get to the rest. We got Bob. Hello there, Red Dog. Yo, UJ. Hello. And then Connor. Hey. Hey. <laughs> All right. So, gentlemen, let's get into some big Lions news here. We have a lot to talk about on this episode. Um, the first one is a point that we've had a few arguments in the past about whether we'd like to see them or not. But now it's happening. Yes. So, whether you like it or not, it's <laughs> happening. The Lions will be on hard knocks. Yes. This year. Let's go. Yes. <laughs> So UJ, why is this a good? Uh, why why are you so? Oh my giddy god! Are you this? kidding me? I'm a Lions junkie, and this is like straight line mainlining freaking Lions. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, every day we're looking for tidbits, you know, on 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 our team, and this, you know, in the off season, it's hard. We're looking for anything to talk about. Hmm. Man, this is we're gonna get to see him in action, see the behind the scenes stuff, see the coaches working, the players' personalities, and things. I mean, how could any Lions fan not? want to see this i mean seriously bob's uh, yeah i'm not too happy about the whole concept of them doing it because i think it's gonna be a distraction but but now that they're doing it i will definitely watch but uh <laughs> i wasn't not something i was hoping they would do yeah R- rud dog i don't even uh want them to have it too yeah i'm really pissed uh you know i'm bombed that they got this because like i hate learning more about my favorite team and, you know, I don't want to know what goes on behind the scenes. No, this is freaking awesome. Are you kidding? I'm so psyched. We're going to get to see Cam. I, like, and this is like the staff. Like, if we had to burn our one chance of doing it this year with Dan Campbell, uh, I'm just so excited to see, see everything uh, up close. I, I, I'm interested how much behind the scenes we'll actually get yeah. to see. Because in the past couple of years, they've really, since, like, the one year, uh, uh, I think JJ Watt was getting cadences for the Dolphins, like uh, watching Hard Knocks, and like we in week one, like kind of learn their cadence. They they've really trimmed back how much of the football they show because of teams complaining about that kind of advantage. Uh, so they go more into like the families and the backstories lately. Uh, so I'm curious how much we'll actually get to see. But at least Dan Campbell, well, we'll see. Yeah. More Dan Campbell. I'm yeah. curious what the tone will be from. Uh, you know, like if it had been a Patricia Hard Knocks. Versus like a Campbell hard knock, the tone feels like it would be much different. So I'm hopeful oh, I'm sure. that it's going to be like a, oh, yeah. but we don't gonna fire us up, you know. See, Patricia was so close off to the media. You know, we didn't get to yeah. see his full genius on display. <laughs> yeah. hard knocks would have been the way to do that, right? <laughs> well, Big Z, I, I made some pros and cons list, you know, because I I know there's a lot oh, of pros. Oh, okay. wow. yeah, very so passionate he, to make a whole list. I did, I did. Wow. So here's my pro <laughs> list. All right. Just you get to see the show. inner workings 
of our team. What's awesome. Number two, you get to know the players and their personalities better. I mean, we love our players. We like to get to know them better, right? And we love personality. Right. Number three, we get to watch Dan Campbell from a different perspective. And then we get to watch all these camp battles with, with the teams fighting for jobs. I mean, you know, on the line, you know, watching some of their reps in practice will be awesome. Plus, I think when they see this new culture here, people, other players watching this, it's going to be like an infomercial for wanting to come and play for the Lions because mm. they're going to want to be here. You know, it's going to be awesome. Plus, it helps feed my dependency on Lions news, you know, and my, <laughs> my drug habit. Um, and, you know, that this coaching staff is going to be so much fun to watch. So those are the pros. The cons, it might be a distraction. That's it. That's the only con. So, yeah, that's right. it. That's the only con. Jared I can Goff think has of. already gone through it once. It's the only con the I can think of. It, can you guys think yeah. of another con? I can't. <laughs> and no. and Campbell did it uh, with the Dolphins. Oh, that's right. Yeah. right? No, Goff, Goff has yeah. done it too. Well, Goff has done it. Yeah. Well, Connor, you'll be happy to know. Rod Wood said. If you like Dan Campbell now, you'll love him after he's on. I always want to know what Rod Wood. Respect Rod. Yeah, Rod Wood's my favorite guy in the Lions organization. That's really good to know. (laughs) You know, they said they're not going to change the uniforms this year. So, strike against Rod Wood for that. Anyway, sorry. Oh, I think that's a pro. I like the uniforms right now. Oh, get rid of those pajamas. I I think. I like it. I would like to speak the uniforms. The numbers look kind of dumb to me. That's just me. Yeah, the numbers are yeah. my biggest thing too. Anyway, sorry. What's with the numbers? I don't like the font. The font. font yeah, no. it's just the font. It's a little off. And the numbers could pop more, but we can do a whole pot on the uniforms. I just wanted to get that one point about Rod Wood out there. Anyway, good point. Good All point. Right. Yeah, I just want to bring up one thing too. I have a prediction actually. This this goes under predictions. Prediction. This is going to be <laughs> the most watch hard knocks ever out of all of them. This is gonna be by me. This is gonna be the number one. <laughs> That's gonna be true. You don't believe yeah, me too. In our circle, I've it never watched will one. Be. I'm telling you, this is, I'm not just talking about by us. I mean by fans in general. We're gonna have that higher ratings of any hard knocks before it. That's my prediction. Yeah. And guys, won't oh, it be well. cool when uh when we'll have the Super Bowl season when we win the Super Bowl, we'll have our training camp documented for that year as well too. So it'll be like. Then imagine like they could come back like when we're doing the Super Bowl push and you know further document it and that'll be like the most the perfect like uh videography like documentary of our season. It'll, I think it like comes together so perfect. I bet like has someone done the stats on like the most improved team after hard knocks? Like is there a hard knocks bump, you know? Mm. Or is there a hard knock tracker? Like I'm very curious about I that. think the best team to come out of it was like uh I, I think the Bengals made the playoffs one year after it. I think that's the best the team's done. No, no, no teams won the Super yeah. Bowl on it. But I'll also say this: the Lions have never been on hard knocks, and they've never won a Super Bowl. So maybe the team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's a, no, yeah. John Gruden did it. John Gruden did uh, hard knocks. Then he was running out of the league. In so, <laughs> so you never know. Not could be Campbell's last season. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> not to uh, compare us to the Browns, but the Brown. All I, not even saying it matters as far as their functionality, but like. They they're I feel like their national profile has just gone up so much since they were on there. I feel like they get talked about a lot more. I feel like that's gonna raise the Lions. Well, they profile. they have really yeah. they invested heavily and actually started. Oh, winning. they're gonna lose their progressive. Oh yeah, but we're at that I don't think hard too. knocks. They have that guy that's always in the progressive commercial, Baker Mayfield. He's probably gonna be gone. That helps too. So that's gonna hurt the that's gonna hurt yeah. their profile. Baker. 
Yeah, I don't think Hard Knocks put them on the spotlight. I think it helped for like sure. I mean, big. it's a national show. People watch it from all around the country. I mean, I'm just saying, people watch it who aren't even, you know, fans of the team that's being covered that year. I'm I'm not saying it makes them suddenly, you know, the top team in the country or something market-wise, but it just raises their profile, and I think that'll help us, the Lions, too. All right. Give us a more positive so, spin in the, you know. I, well, the most positive thing on this, for me, is it'll give us stuff to talk about in the past. Yes. So that's, yeah, that's right? a personal thing. Another <laughs> another pro. The, another the lion. Pro. Yeah. Oh, another pro. Okay. Yeah. Last Uh-oh. one. Last one. Go for it. Who? You. you. No, that was it. He was, no, Bob, no, he, he was saying he what said I said was pro. another pro. Bob, he just said oh, it. Oh, oh, oh. One, just, okay. Yeah. Too many pros. Too many okay. pros. Yeah. All right. Back. <laughs> so, yeah. so that was probably five minutes more than I was expecting to go about on Hard Knocks. So, the Lions. <laughs> it hasn't even happened yet. It just got announced that we're, we're going so to UJ happen. can do a full we're hour on this. I'm so excited so. about it. Oh, oh, man. Can't wait. Can't wait. Psyched. All right. So, there's another bit of big news uh, that, that Detroit will be hosting the NFL draft in 2024. So next year will be Kansas City, and then following that will be Detroit. Uh, they're going to have the center stage uh, and M- Campus Martius, which is like right where you see that ice rink usually in the middle of downtown. Mm-hmm. They're going to have concerts mm-hmm. at Ford Field and Caesars Arena. It's going to be a whole event. Uh, that'll, that'll be pretty cool. We should, I think, uh, uh, to have, we should head uh, down there do a uh, little right video there. work. The, uh, do a live pod from Detroit. Yeah, for, love that idea. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah, our big our, our listeners, you know, they'll, they can come by and ask <laughs> us questions. We'll answer them. We'll throw tomatoes. We'll, we'll have some Kool Aid there. We'll be pouring <laughs> yeah. the Kool Aid yeah. out for everybody too. Oh yeah, that'd be good. Uh, we'll be flowing. So pro pro having draft in Detroit. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, sure. yeah absolutely yeah. great. That's good. Yeah, that'd be cool. I went to the first couple in Chicago, and uh, I'll tell you, it was, it was a great event to be at. It was really fun, a lot of interactive stuff yeah. to do, and mm-hmm. uh, just a lot of fun. The big screen of the fans just going crazy for their team. You see people in all the different uniforms out there, you know. It's really fun. Uh, I mean, jerseys, you know, for their team, and it's just yeah. just a lot of fun. It's kind of insane how big the NFL – it's literally people just getting picked to play for a team. They just walk right. on stage. Yeah, and no that's other sport it. has a draft. Yeah. There's not a band performing. It's not a concert. It's just <laughs> – really, no. To me, that's just proof that NFL is the most popular. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. not around not because no, nothing else has that kind well, of – Well, it helps that college yeah. football oh, is really big, not. too, no, and the other college sports are not really – Yeah, that does help. Like maybe the NBA draft yeah. for the first that, five, yeah. six is yeah. exciting, but after that – to me the thing though right. that really launched the nfl was uh was uh fantasy football that i think that changed the profile national profile of the nfl but that's a whole nother topic but i think yeah. that blew it up big oh absolutely no doubt um but i mean like as, as far as kind of saying like we're just we, college football so big that we are we're very aware of who these people are uh when they're coming into the nfl compared to true the, like, Definitely not hockey. Yeah. Definitely not baseball. Um, yeah. And then NBA, only a few of the top stars, and most of those people don't even know who they are until March Madness. The last two. You mean years. Z? You're not posting your own mock baseball drafts for months on, <laughs> on social media. The, the live mock baseball draft. Yeah. Things come to sleep, but go to sleep. I bet the, the baseball pod drafts probably yeah. aren't doing as well as our NFL pod. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, <laughs> I do not think so. Uh, the I have one more bit of news before we move on. More um, news. That is that 
Gerard Davis. We get back to pronouncing his name, and he is back in Detroit. Oh, we have yeah. not talked about this since oh, yeah. he signed. I always thought he was misused. Um, the Lions lose him to the Jets for one year. They get six-round draft pick compensation for him, and now he's back on the team. So it was like, you know, he was hurt all last year anyways with a bum ankle. Apparently he's healthy. That's what they all say in the offseason. Yeah. Um. So we pro having Davis back uh, to see him what uh, Dan Campbell and this uh, and Aaron Glenn could Definitely do with him uh, the second time around in Detroit. Sure. I mean, like, we always yeah. were complaining I, that he was not? misused. A... Now we can see if that's actually true or not. So. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah, it'll be a, a show the difference between the two coaching staffs. Uh, I, it should very vividly show the difference between the two staffs, assuming he stays yeah. healthy. Though. And it's right. not a huge investment, so it's not right. yeah, worse that risky. Right. So yeah, yeah, can't hurt to take a flyer. Don't don't put him in coverage against anybody. <laughs> uh, yeah, my first bit of advice to the you use him as staff. a rusher. I didn't realize yeah. him and Anzalone played together in yeah, college. Yeah, Florida, that right? Was interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I, well, I didn't realize that either. There could be some chemistry there, too. I don't know. We'll see. It's just an interesting signing. I don't yeah. Think yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they can do with him. Uh, it, it's fascinating that he's back this, this fast. I'm surprised he even wanted to uh, come back. But, fans didn't really love him towards the end there. Oh, no. Yeah, I mean, it's a whole new regime, though. I mean, the whole building's new with people. Yeah, but so. how much do you think he really gets? Of how much do you think of those guys actually feel or, like, actually how much, like, enters their awareness? Like, I doubt, unless you're maybe. If you're I don't know. Like, Eric Brown, it definitely got the know, hit, just, But other yeah. players probably don't care. Oh, well. Yeah. That's true. It he's depends on he's probably the, excited to play with Jared Goff. True, best you know, quarterback in the NFC North. Have the chance. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. All right, gentlemen. So that was all the Lions news I wanted to hit on uh, here. I don't think there's anything else uh, that really I, <laughs> that that happened. I, you know, Kadero Hodge, I guess, was signed by the Falcons, but man, I I, oh, I can't believe man. another team wants him. So I can't believe we lost Kadero. <laughs> Congratulations! Yeah, that's that's shocking. But let's go now to the focus of this podcast. That is uh, breaking down some of our favorite defensive line prospects for this 2022 Ooh, yeah, draft. So this is a very interesting position. It's it's probably a position. Would you call it a position in need? Yeah. Uh, yes. I would yeah. say so. Yeah, at least yeah. one. Yes. Uh, one elite one. Yes. We we do not have that elite pass rusher. Now you think maybe Romeo Quara could be it by the but by the price he's well, being see, paid. First of all, are we differentiating between uh, D line and DN? Let's say, or is this all in the one? That is a D lineman. I, yeah, I understand. You mean but, edge? Yeah, like a like an edge Yeah, I mean we're linebacker. we're putting edge in with the defensive line. An edge would be Thibodeau. Uh, a linebacker would be. Uh, I'm just saying for the sake Thibodeau. of this conversation, we're we're what? including ends and if it's down, someone that's putting their hand down to rush the passer, I consider that D lineman. Okay, fair enough. Carry on. Um. So, I mean, this is very fascinating at the top of the draft because the Lions had that number two pick, and a lot of people, at least coming into the draft process, said it's Hutchinson or it's Thibodeau. Uh, It'll be one or the other. But I think opinions have changed a little bit over time now. Thibodeau, we don't really have numbers on. He didn't do a combine. Uh, Oregon doesn't have their draft uh, or their pro day, sorry, until April 2nd. Also, a big thing happened uh, a week and a half or two weeks ago. David Ojobu. Ajabu uh, tore his Achilles. 
at his pro day. Just an absolute, absolute killer. And then there's that video circling around where he tore his Achilles and nobody's going to help him. He's just laying there, writhing in pain. Well, they all move on to the next drill. Really bizarre um, video. Just just move on. That was really weird. Um, Well, yeah, it was at Michigan, so they're like, walk it off, man. Next man up. Next man up. Yeah. Right. I mean that really sucks because he was expected to be a, a possible like late first round draft pick, and now he, I mean maybe maybe yeah. he'll fall to us in the sixth round or uh, fifth round, or maybe not. Maybe he's round, that he's probably still going to fourth round. That's crazy. Yeah, that I'll far. take a flyer on him that late. What about fourth? I'm thinking about it. Fourth round. Yeah, uh, he's still probably. You can I mean, we're still not ready to. The way right people now. are coming back from Achilles now is like it's kind of the new ACL, yeah. like where people used to never come back from, but now he's seen. Them. A, at least a couple recently. Now couple. Well, it'll be interesting to see Aquara see if he can come back. Yeah, you're not. still talking That's about a year of a season where he's just uh, going to be sitting on That's your true. roster. But also, but, I don't think this is a year where he could be back. He could be back by the middle of the season based on like new med- new medicine and. Oh, and stuff. I thought I heard he was going to be for sure like missing his first year. But oh, we're wow, not exactly in win now mode yet, so but, we could theoretically afford that. I mean, that's true. He yeah. most likely probably would not get to play much this year, though. But uh, it depends on what's available at that time. But I mean, yeah, you're definitely considering a guy like this, you know, yeah. falling past the fourth round. Well, the Cowboys, so, yeah, Cowboys did something similar with Jalen Smith, you know, and and he was hurt in his senior mm-hmm. year, but uh, didn't really pay off for them. But it was a good, I thought it was a good shot to take because he, he was, was good awesome for like a college. year and a half. For them. Yeah, it's, I'm just like saying he's it's up and down. Kind of similar situation though, if we were to take him in the draft. Yeah. So yeah. let's dive in here now to some of the top DN prospects because or D tackle for that matter. Um, yeah. So you have Thibodeau and Hutchinson. Yeah. Uh, th- those are kind of the highest rate on most boards, not all boards. Some I would, I would say most. Uh, Hutchinson seems to be the one who's everyone. Right. If Hutchinson's there, there, are we all in agreement? We want yeah. to take him. Yes. If, yeah. He's hell the yeah. No brainer. Here. No brainer. So and the Jags did say that they're still open to taking out line, yeah. so I'm hopeful on that. Maybe they're oh, just blowing smoke. I could see it. They need yeah. to protect their quarterback. <laughs> so I yeah, that would be perfect for us. Yeah, they did. They are paying their left tackle sixteen million dollars this year on the franchise tag. Uh, yeah, Cam Robinson. A lot of people didn't think they were going to do that, and they end up doing it. Um, but you can you only have for one year, so they can get their left tackle of the future still in this draft. Potentially, yeah. Um, yeah, a couple uh, of those guys are pretty damn it, good. It is possible. Too. Yeah, so. you got Evan Neal, Aquanu. So yeah, it's not by any like it's not out of the realm of possibility that they don't take Aiden Hutchinson. But let's say, just like in our mock draft, Aiden Hutchinson is taken uh, number one. Is there a DN that we like at number two? Yes, uh, I think there's few options yes is Thibodeau one of those options for you guys yeah he has to be one of those options absolutely in in the play here I mean he's a freak athlete because we don't know what they they right and we don't know what they saw behind closed doors when they talked to him so you know it's hard to know what they what picture these teams actually have of this guy there's a lot of really vagueness around his character and stuff out there and it's hard to know what's like a pump campaign to try to get him to fall you know (laughs) and what's real right yeah I mean, my biggest problem with him is, well, some of the the hustle on, like, the backside or something like that, where you don't, you don't always see it 100% of the time. But also just um, yeah. him in the run game uh, doesn't instill confidence in me that this guy 
should be a number two overall pick because I think I have some concern there. How he can, now, where his elite, eliteness is would be in the pass game. And, you know, in today's NFL, you need an elite pass rusher. Some of the Lions have lacked for a long time. And he could yeah. be that. Yeah. Good, but yeah. it's not for certain. And with a bad run game, I just don't it kinda reminds me of uh, I like Nick Fairley, like a guy with a lot of good intangibles that maybe didn't always have the best work ethic. Hmm, interesting. And that kinda worked out kind of uh, I mean, that's not a one to one comparison, but just like work ethic wise. It was about to until Sue Yeah, that's him. true. Yeah. Um but you know what, though, Z, the, the thing is, you're right, though. There's a dother on the other side of that. Really, the same problem with his run game is the same problem with his pass game is the guy is actually pretty raw as a prospect. He flashes super elite traits. But, like, one of the knocks on him I've seen is that his inability to coordinate consistently his hands and his feet. Like, he has some fundamental issues that are seem coachable, though. Like, that's the thing. Like, he has some fundamental issues in his game. There's a reason why his stats were never, you know, in the double digit sackers and stuff. So, I mean, it's a question of what the coaches and th- what they think of these guys who really get a close up look, but he shows elite skills, but there's a lot, a lot of question marks. So I kind of agree with you. I'm going to tell you a guy I like and who I'd probably rather see at number two. And I, uh, he, he shot up draft boards like crazy. Uh, Trayvon Walker. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Six yeah. foot five, two seventy two, RAS score of nine point nine nine, uh, like same as Miles Garrett. So, yeah, right, some really big comparisons. Uh, yeah. I mean, four five one forty at two seventy two, <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, one five four ten yard split, elite. Uh, six point eight nine three cone drill. So, I mean, this guy blew everybody away at the combine. Uh. You know, had the stats to back it up in college. This, the Georgia D line. Yeah, output was great. Oh yeah, another, another trait of his that seems to keep going unnoticed because, or at least I never see it get brought up because everyone obsesses over length, and you know, in, in uh, Hutchinson's short arms, well, and they all go about Thibodeau's, and he's got I think eighty inch arms. Well, this guy's got eighty four inch wingspan. <laughs> he's an absolute yeah. freak. He is, yeah. and he's big too. Six five, two seventy five. Wow. I mean, if I had to pick over him or Thibodeau, I would pick Walker right now. Agree. Same here. More than happy. I agree. I would do. Um, that's why I'm feeling. That's why I'm feeling more comfortable about this position now. You know, with Walker here, because uh, if we don't get Hutchinson, I'm I have zero problem taking Trayvon Walker. It'd be great. It'd be a great pick, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you guys see? Uh, Dave Perkett had Jermaine Johnson. That's a weird. A two? That seems that seems like a stretch. That's the only place I've seen that. I mean, I think part of his reason was because they worked with him at the senior ball and they thought they liked him, but yeah. I don't think a two. Six foot four, two fifty-four. He had a really good senior bowl. Yeah. Maybe if they trade back to five and six. Yeah, four or five A forty. Right. If you trade it back and got him like, yeah, you're saying five or six, Connor. I don't know, maybe eight or nine, ten. I don't know. I'd absolutely have no problem. Yeah. So I don't have a problem if they pull the trigger on him. Honestly, he he shows all the elite traits of the what we want. He's six five, two fifty four, ran a force five eight. Here's like I'm just saying, like, I know we we pride ourselves a little bit on our ability to assess talent to some extent, but there's all this national hype and we there's it's hard not to get caught up in all these you know rumors and the common wisdoms but like if if the, the lions are looking at all these guys and they have 
scouts, you know, looking at these guys in depth and a guy who has all the traits you want is there, but no one in the mainstream notices him as being worthy of that spot. I don't know. I just feel like that doesn't necessarily rule him out. It's not like he's not highly rated either. He just isn't necessarily seen as right there at the top five. So I, I'm yeah. I just think he lacks a, a, a explosiveness a little bit to be uh, worthy well, of the top. Do you know what his ten yard split was by any chance? Because his forty was uh, pretty one by damn. nine. His vertical is thirty two inches, which is yeah. so he he scored in the elite on his ten yard split though. That's elite. Yeah, I whatever they end up doing here. I kind of I know you could probably get a guy late in later rounds. I would like to get an elite guy in the first round yes. at this position. I, I think they should get at one of these guys. Oh, totally agree. Yeah, it can change your defense. I mean, we watched Sue for years, and having the guy having a freak like that in your D line is just so huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So does that bring yeah. up Jordan Davis then? A perfect segue there, Connor. I think. Yeah. That question. Talk about. Yeah. Well. And again, we're going to Georgia D Lyman here. There's two, uh, yeah. Jordan Davis um, and Devontae Wyatt. Uh, and I've actually seen Devontae Wyatt a little higher on some uh, a lot of people's boards than Jordan Davis because Jordan Davis is like seen as an elite run stopper. Like, think of Snacks Harrison, but better probably. Yeah. Uh, like mm. a guy that's going to stop the run no matter what, but uh, maybe not get out of the passer too well. But Wyatt, uh, he can stop the run, maybe not at that quite elite level like Davis, but he gets after the passer much more effectively, at least in college. Yeah. The big dude, six five, three forty. Uh Wyatt? Yeah. Yeah. You know, Wyatt's not three forty, is he? No. Uh, Wyatt's six uh, two, three oh seven. I'm I'm showing. Six two, three oh four, yeah, I, I have. So uh, Yeah, Jordan Davis is huge. Six six. Oh, I thought you said Jordan Davis. You're oh, sorry, about, yeah. Uh, sorry. Jordan Davis three sixty. He's three sixty. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I had him at three forty one on the yeah. chart yeah. He's yeah. a big, okay. big boy. Big, big uh, man. It is 341. And you know, I would. NFL.com, 66341. If Jordan Davis can fall to the late first. Oh, oh God. Well, I, mean, yeah, I, I don't it, see it happening, oh. but that'd be a dream. Yeah. Uh, because the Lions, God only knows they need a run stopping D tackle, and that would be what, the pinnacle. Would you take Wyatt? Would you be okay if they pull the trigger on Wyatt at two? Mm. No. Yeah. Seems like a bit of a stress. I don't. I haven't actually watched the guy's film yet, but I mean, just to say, like, the guy is listed at six three three zero four and ran a four seven seven. I'm just saying that's freakish. That's like getting into like uh, uh Aaron Donald physically freakish territory. Oh yeah, one point six ten yard split too. Uh, so I mean. I've heard shades yeah. of Aaron Donald in his game, but man, it's just hard to hard to compare. Yeah, <laughs> I know. He's got the best tackle yeah. of all time to a prospect oh, I coming agree. in. Some of these guys, though, I mean, the they, the measurables are awesome, but you got to look at the the film on these guys because like like some of these guys, like Deion Jordan, they're the, they're the Dolphins took a couple of years ago, looked like an Adonis man. The guy was like mm-hmm. so chiseled and strong, but he sucked in the NFL. Yeah, can't right? get off just, yeah. just just certain guys. You're right. You know, you know, yeah. no, the other guy I like is uh, George Karloftis from Purdue. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, that guy's a tough dude. He's got a good motor, and he's he's been pretty consistently, uh, you know, playing well. But I don't know at two. Not at two. Maybe later in the. No, round. not two. No. I just wondered if a couple but, of these guys might fall. And and what would you guys think if we took like say we took Hutchinson or Walker with the second pick, and then one of these guys falls at thirty-two, like. <laughs> 
Like, you know, dude, I mean, one of these Jermaine tackles. Johnson. Do we go oh, and yeah. tackle? Would we do that? Oh, easy. Oh, I, I, would. I don't think anybody. Yeah, no, that'd be that. awesome. That'd work out. Yeah. You need to build, you know, especially we saw last year, Lions <laughs> were building through the trenches. Uh, I, I can see them right. continuing that this year. That'd be a lot of young. Blood uh, and talent. Oof. Yeah. Meaty boys uh, in the middle. It'll there. make uh, Anzalone have a chance to actually be effective, too. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah. That can only be helped so much. <laughs> well, a good defensive line can keep the, the, the offensive line off the linebackers, and that could help them. So, oh, of course. Uh, you yeah, know, of course. sure. Definitely. Yeah. Give the linebackers a little less to do out there. You know, they don't have to concentrate on so many things. Right. That the, no, that's been taken. Yeah, I think it, we should know too. The Lions the said they're going to be switching more to a four-three concept this year defensively. I'm a little so bummed by that, but I would not cool. be surprised if the Lions do go for a couple, um, you know, DNs uh, in this era, a DN and a D tackle. A, a guy I wanted to point out that I I like better than uh, Cor- Corloftis actually is uh, Boye Mafi out of Minnesota. Mm. Yeah, uh, I've oh, seen yeah. him drafted to Lions on that that second uh, first round pick for us. Yeah, Four cheap. five three, forty yard dash, six foot uh, three and a half, two sixty. Uh, so a little bit on the lighter side, uh, but man, well he's a linebacker, isn't he? Boy, he's an he's an edge guy. He's an edge guy. So he'll oh, he'll okay. he'll be a guy that's putting his uh, hand <laughs> in the ground. Uh, Reminds me of Cliff Averill a little bit in those those uh, size speed metrics. Oh yeah. That- um, I mean, just uh, a guy that the guy that's gonna get after it, and a guy that Todd McShay really likes. Uh, that that's where I first heard his name because uh, he he rocketed up his board recently. Got a better look at him, and this this is a guy that can definitely get after it. I, I would I would I like be ecstatic it. if we get him in the late first round too. Yeah, you know, hey, it, I I know we said this is a need, but I think, and I would be perfectly fine if we double dipped at D line in any way, but. I don't necessarily think I think it's a need that we want someone elite to upgrade that some you know at least at least one elite guy because I think we actually aren't like covered bare by any means on the D line. Uh I feel pretty good about a lot of the guys we have already on the roster and we just I think we just need that game breaker. So like I I personally think early is when we want to address edge rusher if we're going to address it at all in this draft because I think we got enough talent on this roster already that we're not going to necessarily upgrade it with the fourth round pick. If yeah. the Lions go Hamilton at two, are the Lions definitely getting an edge rusher oh, in the God. second pick? The yeah. Second yeah. Pick? Oh, I mean, ideally, they better not go Hamilton. <laughs> suck. I know. Yeah, so Hamilton seems to have fallen oh, down. Hey, the here's board. a fun one I've seen. How about Drake London, guys? No, 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 no. No. WalterFootball.com. No. Both of their mock drafts now have us taking them at two. And I told you, like, those guys what? are a joke. You love Walter Football. That's terrible stuff. They're a decent resource of information. They're good for they're... putting names on a board. That, that's, hey, like, they've, yeah. got, they've called a lot of stuff too. right over the years. I, 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 knock them all you want, and sometimes I disagree <laughs> with them, but they've had some good stuff <laughs> over the years. They just have too many ads. They, they've, they've, that website's that's one of their many problems. Yeah, but but Rud Doug, I kind of do agree with you. If they need like one game breaker on the defensive line on the edge, would be awesome. And then the rest is, you know, would not necessarily do that the first round. Yeah, right, yeah. Like we have good guys. We got the Aquaras. Uh, we got. Uh, well, we don't know where his... we're getting out of Romeo after his injury. That's oh yeah, get. that's true. But 
Do don't we do we still have a? I wouldn't call Julian. A what's his name from Clemson? Austin Bryant. Yeah, Austin Bryant. Bryant, uh, Bryant, and uh, did he come back? That's what I'm asking. I know he's probably we still his last him? year of his rookie contract. I would think. Well, well, I'll, I mean, we got some guys. I'm just saying we have some talent. Oh, Charles Harris, yeah. of course. Um, I'm just saying we got some good talent. We're not bare there, so we need a game breaker more than anything. That's where I'd put it as an absolute need. It's something we've been missing that. for uh, a while now. A long time. Yeah, since Ansa. <sighs> really? Yeah. Even then, he was uh, always yeah always hurt. But man, uh, uh, we'll have to we'll have to keep looking into Austin Bryant to confirm if he's been there. I, I thought he was, but I, I need to confirm just to make sure. But anyways, uh. Just a few other DN or D lineman uh, names that they're out there, I think, are interesting. Uh, Majai Sanders out of Cincinnati, 6'5", 228. So, obviously, on the lighter side, but this is an edge guy. Um, super quick off the edge. Um, just a name I wanted to throw out there. Maybe, um, like, as a third-round prospect. Uh, he, he, he'll probably be gone by then. But, I mean, I is there any other top-tiered ones that we want to talk about before maybe get into the middle to low-tier, like, steals, maybe, that we can uh, possibly well, target? I don't know about exactly what tier they are, but just I got to mention them because they put up such freakish combines. Sam Williams out of Mississippi ran a four four six at six four two hundred forty one pounds. Mm-hmm. Like that's just freakish. <laughs> uh, and then the other kid uh, out of Virginia Tech, Amare Barno, ran a four three six at six five two hundred forty six pounds. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying those are some freaky speed, things. Man worth taking note of but like you know maybe like third round sort of how cliff averill fell to us you know something like that but yeah that's kind of more what you're talking about transitioning to so yeah no exactly those numbers freaky um yeah the sam williams is interesting i think he'll be a late pick uh but somebody somebody note uh you know he's a high rs score uh if we're talking about late steals well, I'll get I'll get to that, I guess. At the No, I'll just talk about it now. Thomas Booker out of Stanford. Uh nine eight six RAS score. Uh so really high up there, but also really low on like people's draft boards. But uh one six eight, ten yard split, four nine five, forty yard dash. He's three hundred pounds, six foot three. Uh so seven point three co- yard cone drill. This is a D tackle out of Stanford. Uh so that, that's a D tackle putting up those numbers. Um, not not a super not super productive in college, hence why you would see him fall this late. But uh, when you got a guy with that much athletic ability, if he falls in the sixth or seventh round, I am all for taking it because uh, Heck yeah, you can't teach some of that stuff uh, yeah. no matter what you do. So hopefully you can just coach him up. And that's the best you can do. Um, <laughs> I got another kid to add, Big Z. Go this, for it. I watched his combine. I liked how he moved. This kid out of Connecticut. Travis Jones, six four, three twenty five, ran a really good four nine two forty at that weight. You know, not as freakish as Davis, obviously, but this dude looks like an absolute like brick shit house. Yeah, real well built. Doesn't look, you know, he's he's not like fat. He looks like he's just gonna be an absolute run stuffer with some upside in the pass game. And he comes from the best D1 program in the country, UConn football. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, wait, 
uh, man, I can't remember. UConn and UMass, when they've played each other the past couple of years, it's like been like the toilet bowl, all toilet bowls, because they have been just two horrendous programs. But I think UConn won that game this year. Either way, horrible, horrible program. I think Jim Mora is going there now, what, so maybe he can turn around. But either way, uh, this guy was the lone bright spot on that team. Um, big space eating nose tackle. Yeah, ra- rack up 25 pressures this year for UConn. Um, and had 21 individual like run stops. So pretty good when, when you're playing on that bad of a team. Uh, and also had a really good senior bowl week by all accounts. So he's rising mm-hmm. up. He'll probably be a second round draft pick by all um, indications on like right. big boards. That's where I'd see him go. I don't necessarily see that as a huge need, a tackle like him, though, between Penasini and uh, Aline McNeil. Penasini. I'm just you saying. Still like, uh, are you guys I high on like him? Penicini. I'm not as high, I don't think. On who? Penasini? Penasini. Yeah. I still like, I like Penasini, Penasini, okay? Like As a run stuffer who sometimes surprises me in the past game, I like him. As a rotational nose Are you surprised that he McNeil? gets to the quarterback? Is that what you mean? Because yeah, that well, would surprise <laughs> me. Why you hate, why you hate him? He does, though. He does. I don't, I'm not a, I've, never, I've really been a big fan of his. I, I think he's, or at least I think you guys have, like, Overrated him too much, in my opinion. See, the thing is, I was against him when we drafted him because he was completely like he looked like he was super slow in college. But every time I watch him, he's incredibly stout. He doesn't get pushed backwards, and occasionally mm. he breaks into the backfield and surprises me. Uh, the, <laughs> I, 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 I haven't. He's not a starting D tackle, that's for certain. He's at best a I decent a rotational D tackle. He's a nose tackle. Specifically, yeah, he, he's which well, he's if we're transitioning to the three, four, three, maybe we don't need him. Yeah, well, here's here's my late rounder. This is just like a special teams guy, maybe Zach Van Valkenburg. Yeah, name. Great name, yeah. top name he's from he plays for Iowa, he plays for Iowa, and he's uh from Zeeland, Michigan, so he'd be a local guy yeah. for Western Ooh. Michigan people. So there you go, but I don't think he'll need a wide be, jersey to put that rounds. name on it. um just another d tackle name that's kind of in that travis jones range although he's a much different type of um d tackle uh his name's logan hall out of houston six foot six 260 uh this guy would be a three technique uh i I said he came from houston right but uh Kind of more of a frame for an edge defender, but so he can be kind of a rotation, like you can move him outside, inside. Um, but very, 360? 260, 260. He's on the oh, lighter side here. He's gonna add some, add, add some weight if he goes to the NFL. But, um, he actually graded out really well in PFF, like run grades. They PFF does college too. Uh, and uh, a, a guy to look at at least if, if, yeah. you, if he's there, if, it, if he's there in the third round. I will say, and I would not take him in the second round where we are currently picking. It would be have to be that was actually going to be my yeah, that was actually going to be my mid round pick too. Though, Z. Oh, I'm sorry, you did. No, that's any, okay, did you man. Anything you else did... to add about Logan Hall? No, no, not really. I I just kind of liked him. Uh, you gave a lot of good reasons there, so I'm gonna go with it with what you said. All right, good. Um, should so... we get uh Tua Tagovola's brother? <laughs> He's in it. He's a D lineman. I don't know her name. T- Myron Tagaviola Amosa. Is that his brother? Six two. He's six two two seventy. Is that two his Ran brother? A four eight. I believe so. I know two his brother was the quarterback in Maryland, but uh, I don't know about the D lineman at Notre Dame. Yeah, you made that. So. Up. 
<laughs> well, I could make it up. I don't know. <laughs> Tagabalola. That's that name's like Smith in Hawaii. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. oh I didn't know that. Yeah, there's a lot of those. <laughs> um, what what about him though, uh, Doug? Or you're just looking at the last name? <laughs> no, well, he's an Notre Dame kid. He was pretty good for us, and uh, he put up decent numbers at the combine as well at uh, 275 pounds or 270 pounds ran a four eight uh i'm not nothing super impressive but as a middle of the draft kind of guy who could you know bring some good attitude to the d-line yeah no for sure uh all right so i think i think we've gotten through all the names that we wanted to get through i mean did, did you guys have any other names uh prospects that you wanted to kind of get to here no, I, think I will be interested to see where well. Jermaine Johnson goes in this draft because yes. uh, he seems like the biggest kind of wild card for me. Like as high as he can go, or as low as he can go. It'll, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, Wait, who was that? I missed Jermaine. Him. Jermaine Johnson. Uh, He's the one that intrigues me about where he'll actually land because I've seen vastly He's different. Got big ceiling. Yeah. Him and of course the quarterback that we'll get to uh, in a future podcast, but. Uh, Anyways, uh, D-line, big need for the Lions. I think we all agree, especially an elite yes. D-line. And will they go for it at number two? <laughs> we'll see. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. <laughs> Maybe. I think a lot of us are hoping so. I think a lot. Yeah. I think most of us are. If they go you Thibodeau, know. are you guys going to be Are you guys going to be, be excited about the pick? I, well, I'll be excited in the yeah. sense that. They believe yeah, in him. Mm-hmm, exactly. Fair enough. And he's a t- top tier athlete. So, yeah. Yeah. Be excited. I've seen enough of him to, if they believe in him as well, that I will be very yeah. excited. Yeah. I would it'll quite be, question uh, initially, though. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Right. Not the most exciting. Well, since we've fallen in love with Trayvon Walker, it's kind of, you know, it's, you know, whenever you fall in love with someone and then they don't pick them, then he, there's always that disappointment. But, so far, we have to we have to trust this staff and what they're doing uh, until they prove us wrong. So, and you guys uh, are right. Uh, uh, our producer confirmed. Thanks to our producer, Kid J. Uh, Austin Brighton is on the last year of his rookie deal. So, what are we going to do when I we draft that. tight end at number yep, two? We'll point that out. <laughs> yeah, tight, tight end. Yeah, no. I think Harry Curry is how it's pronounced. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Kidding, of course. Kidding. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think uh, Trey McBride. I think if that yeah. happened, uh, Will Smith would run up on stage and slap yeah. the guy. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I would only hope so. <laughs> we could we could use that for anything, right? Nice Will Just Smith record. Oh, yeah. You did what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell tell Goodell keep that name out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Only D lineman. <laughs> oh my oh. god! Yeah, we could use that. As always, uh, we find uh, a good place to stop the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on that note. On that note. Indeed. Um, so, we're all right. So, man, we, we're getting to the D lineman now. Uh, so, I got to look up our uh, next week one. But while I do that, I, I just want to point out a uh, sideline report. Thank you to them for hosting the podcast. They always do uh, a great job. Uh, in that regard, uh, our producer, Kid J, thank you so much. Kid J. Kid uh, J. Yeah, Kid J. 
continues to crush it for us. Um, Spotify, Apple, if you your podcast, please download, please subscribe, please leave a review. Always greatly appreciate that. You can leave a review on Spotify, too. Click a little star hey. thing. Just click on it. and you know, big, We appreciate it. Any feedback you give us, I uh, appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Big Z, hold on. I just got to, for the record, for posterity, uh, uh, he is cousins with Tua. So, oh, there you go. A connection. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Way to do the live research. Oh, yeah. I'm uh, on. <laughs> so, Apple, Spotify, Ringer Podcast, yep, download, review. Um, and I think I want to know, but I can't remember. Anyways, uh, next week, next episode, uh, we'll be breaking down linebacker. Yeah. So, yeah. some of our favorite linebacker prospects. Um, I think a notable LSU linebacker might be hurt and be changing uh, some thoughts. Damone, I'm just going to throw out, Damone Clark is getting spinal fusion surgery, so he will be yeah. out the entire yeah. rookie year. So I don't and, know if uh, that's your thing about Rudd Dogger. You said he might be out the whole year. because Damone Clark yeah. definitely will be out the whole year. Ojabu might be out the whole year. Oh, that might be who I was thinking of. Um, so, But we'll, we'll get into all that next week anyways. Uh, so linebacker, look forward to that. Then we have wide receivers, quarterback, then our final mock draft, and then the draft, baby. And we'll wait, be did doing... you mention defensive backs? Because I saw Kid J. Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh... Oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, man. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I am so sorry. I jumped the gun on linebacker. I am so... Oh, I apologize. <laughs> Next episode is defensive backs, then linebacker, then wide right. receivers, quarterbacks. Thank God for Kid J. And then I just want to yeah. note, we're going to be Best hyping this up this. for the next month here. But another announcement to end the podcast is that we will be doing a live stream during the NFL draft. Yeah. So we'll be on our YouTube page. We'll be live streaming. We'll be watching draft along with you guys uh, and, you know, looking for reactions. You know, the Lions, it's going to be a long night for Lions fans. They got the second pick and the last pick. So a lot in between to happen there. <laughs> will they trade out of that two pick? Uh, I don't know. We'll have a lot to talk about either way. So we're going to be live streaming it. Um, and that is kind of awesome. Yeah. It'll keep us engaged for the whole first round. We'll be, you know, usually you get done if you're at the top of the draft and you're done and you're like, oh, well. So follow us on our social media accounts, <laughs> Drinking the Boo Kool Aid on Instagram, Twitter at Drinking Lions uh, for more information about that live stream as, as we get closer to the draft. Um, and just love to hear you guys' comments, you know, on what you were thinking for the draft as well. Um, and then, or just email us uh, 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 at Drinking the Blue Kool Aid at gmail.com you can do that too otherwise thank you everybody for listening we greatly appreciate it we'll see you next week talking about defensive backs <laughs> defensive backs yeah. uh but last but not least as always go go go, go. A charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain. A Lions victory. Go. Go.